Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Lord. Uh, first, let me tell you a little about myself. I, uh, me and my wife, I'm, I'm James Booth. My wife sitting right here is Paula here. Uh, her parents are missionaries in Papua New Guinea, so if you don't know who I am, you know the Marshalls probably. Uh, we were uh, youth pastors for a couple of years. Um, we just recently uh, stepped down that ministry and are kind of still in between uh, what, we're, what we're doing next. Um, but I've also been working with uh, uh, media in our church for, uh, I put in my notes here that I've been working with media since before I had Bulldogs. So it's, it's been a while that I've been working with it. I'm the Mission uh, America Promotions Director, whether Wilkes forgot my title last night, but uh, basically I have to do all the graphic design, all of the social media stuff. Um, so that's kind of, that, that's, that's the, the thing that I'm focused on the thing I know best. Uh, I am going to read a couple passages in, in the Bible, and then I'm probably just going to talk to you guys for a little while, because I'm not really much of a preacher, I'm more of a teacher. So, if anybody has a Bible, go to Luke 8 and 5, and make sure you get ready after that, we're going to jump to uh, verse 16. It says, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and was trodden down, and fowls of the air devoured it, and some fell upon a rock. And as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture, and some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it, choked it. Other fell on the ground, on the good ground, and sprung up, and bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that had ears let him hear. Verse number 16 says, No man, when he hath lighted a candle, covereth it with a vessel, or putteth it under a bed, but setteth it on a candlestick, that they which enter in may see the light. Um, like I said, uh, I have been working in uh, multimedia ministries before I had the Holy Ghost. So, first off, just like they've been saying, every session I've been in so far, it doesn't matter what age you are, you could always serve God. When I, I don't know, this isn't my notes, but I don't know if I would even be in a church. It wouldn't have been for the multimedia director that let me work when I first started coming to church, um, helping the ministry. Uh, and in saying all that, I don't know how many in here, raise your hand if you work currently in, or you're interested in one of them. Do you work, do, does everybody work in multimedia ministry or some kind of social media ministry, something like that? So, does anybody? All the young ones. All the young ones. Does, does anybody in here? Uh, you ever feel jealous when you see like Maryville on, on Facebook? Yes. When, when, when I uh, when I was kind of over, I'm not over it anymore. When I was over multimedia ministry, man, I want to be so much like like them. I want to be so much. There's a there's another we uh, the, the church that when I was over multimedia ministry, our church was in Muncie, Indiana. And uh, uh, there was another church about an hour or 45 minutes uh, south towards Indianapolis. We're in, in Muncie, Indiana. That was in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I want to be exactly like that. I, I, I looked at all their all their live streams, and I'm not kidding. I mimicked their, their logo style. I mimicked their, their artwork. I mimicked the, the way that the, the live stream looked. Everything from the beginning. I want to be just like them. Um, but they ran a church that had... 500 people, they were in a church that had 150, 200 people. So it wasn't, 
the same type people either. We were in um, rural Muncie, Indiana, which if you don't know, there's a lot of, in the south side of Muncie, Indiana, there's a lot of shootings, uh, there's a lot of drug use. Uh, the people were, were, it wasn't the same kind of people as people you see there in the Richie part of Indianapolis, Indiana. So we were trying to mimic a church that was not the same as us. So uh, if you're looking at your people and, and your group and you're trying to mimic another church that's bigger, just set that aside. Because all of us are serving in our ministry in the area that we are, and we're going to be at different places. Um, there's different people, there's different budgets, there's uh, just no reason to compare yourself to those other churches. Um, but we can all learn to grow our own ministry uh, a little bit, if, just for maybe a little tips. Um, a few things that I think you gotta have, you know, thriving ministry, multimedia ministry, okay? Now you guys can write this down so you can grab the pens, okay? We got some five things here. You gotta have some kind of presentation solution, so like a pro presenter, but I've got some options that aren't, aren't pro presenter too. You gotta have some kind of live stream solution. You gotta have some kind of social media presence. You gotta have a basic website. They need to have some music playing, but before the service. But you also need to have somebody who's over it. Needs to be one person that is that is younger and knows the style of today and is going to be willing to to help and serve. Again, they don't have to. They don't even have to have the Holy Ghost. They don't have to be baptized. Well, your pastor okay with that. My pastor was totally fine with it. But I also, we also knew not to, I wasn't going to play like rock music for the service. I wasn't going to play Justin Bieber for the service. But I knew what was modern music. I wasn't going to be playing, back then it was David Crowder. But now I wouldn't be playing David Crowder probably for the service. It'd be something more like elevation worship. I love my wife there because I don't know what all modern worship music really is now. But, um, First, we talk about the presentation solution. Okay. Does everybody use ProPresenter? Everybody ever heard of ProPresenter? Okay. ProPresenter is the top level of presentation solutions, but it is four hundred dollars one month. If you are an AAC church or a church startup, you probably don't just have four hundred dollars lying around to be able to invest in the top level presentation solution. You probably also don't have two thousand dollars for a brand new line. Okay. I wrote in here, what I'm about to say might be uh might label me a heretic among people like uh Willie Comer and, and Willie McBroom. But you don't have to a whisper, you don't have to have a, a Mac device to be able to have uh, some kind of presentation. You can use Windows, use Linux, which maybe people don't understand is free, but you can do something more than just having the most expensive uh, device you can get. Um, uh, there are, I, I just Google searched free alternatives to ProPresent, and I got OpenLP, is what it's called. It's 100% free. It works on Mac Windows. Free Show, another one, is 100% free. It works on Mac and Windows. Worship Tools is free, and there's paid options. It works with Mac Windows and cell phones. You can do it on a cell phone. You can you can set it all up on a computer and then you can edit it at home on your phone and come back and do it on the, on the desktop or something. Um, there are a lot of other ideas other than just spending all the money you can on computer. Because I know that in smaller churches, it's not, it's not feasible. You may not have the people to be able to help run it. You don't have the finances to be able to keep it, keep it rolling. Um, when I was a media director, I loved ProResign. 
Um, but again, you don't, you don't have to use that. Um, there's also a thousand live stream options, but if, I, if I'm going to give a tip about anyone to do live stream, it's that um, anything, if you're going to do it, we want to make sure you do it well. You don't, you don't just want to put us, have, have sister so-and-so sitting in the front pew holding a cell phone up and live streaming that, right? Okay. That's maybe good if you're just trying to record a service for a friend. But when you start live streaming to your community, when, when people are doing in church, the first thing they do is they're going to go to your website, your Facebook page, and they'll watch a service. Um, if you're thinking about going to church, not really gone are the days of just driving by and seeing uh, the sign and going. Most people will make a decision, they'll think ahead of time. They'll go, I'm thinking, I'll go to this church, the Baptist church over here. Man, they, I go online, I see all kinds of people happy when they're at that service. And the absolute church down the street, they don't really, I don't know. I think I'll go over here, you know. So it's a, it's a different age. We want to make sure that we have a, a strong presence online so people can, can find us and they can, they can want to come to our church. Um, so that's why your live streams are important. If you're, gonna, if you're doing something where it's just someone sitting and holding a cell phone, probably better do that on a member's page or something that's only people that, that know you. If you're going to be putting in public, make sure it looks good for other people. You, know? you want it to be presentable. Uh, I don't want to spend time. I'm not, I'm not the strong person on the live stream. I set up our live stream uh, service, but it took months of preparing. It took a lot of money. Um, there, I, but when I just Googled it, I found tons of options with just simple apps that you could plug in. Make sure you get something and make sure you don't just have this one. But at least uh, a tripod for a phone and a sound coming into the phone that's lecture. That's the bare basic. And I mean, that's less than $300 for all of that, as long as you have a mixer and your sound system already set up. Um, but come to me some other time we can talk about different ideas for lecture. This is, this is a big one. I'm glad we got to push kids in here. How many just the kids use Facebook every day? How many? Okay. How many? How many use TikTok? Instagram. Instagram. So, so what I have on here, uh, what the, the apps that, that ministry are afraid to use are TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, maybe Twitter. Okay, my okay, whatever. And Instagram and TikTok are what ministry are afraid to use, and probably the reason why is because. Um, what we've heard is that on TikTok and on Instagram are a lot of uh, dirty dancing and a lot of uh, bashing the church. So we're scared to get on there because we're afraid we're gonna. It's not. It's not our community. It's not the same community as on Facebook. Um, on Facebook, you see a lot of family. You see a lot of churches. You see a lot of adults and their kids. You on TikTok, you see a lot of kids dancing. You don't think of that as a media or a, a social media to, to focus on. Um, but to be prayerful about it and to make sure that you're following after what your pastor would want, I would suggest that every church should at least have some kind of, definitely have social media. I think that every church should start at least go on to Instagram, TikTok, and get, create an account and secure your username. So if my church is Name Faith Apps on Kirk Parma. I want to make sure that I have a a, a, a TikTok account that's 
FAC Carmel, reserved by God. So nobody else could take it. If your name is uh, Pentecostal Hopkinsville, Tennessee, get Pentecostal Hop or something and save it as your account. That way, even if you don't have a meeting entity that's going to be doing it, you've got that for the future when you grow up can't. Um, because everything that I found has said the next social media is going to be TikTok and Instagram. Where people are moving away from Facebook. But we shouldn't ignore Facebook either. Um, Pastor V said on our Missions America session at GMC, uh, I refuse to stop preaching against homosexuality, but I am smart enough to know not to do it on Easter Sunday. And I thought, I, I took that away, so that was a very powerful thing to say. Uh, if you get on TikTok and you search church stuff, you're going to find a lot of a lot of bashing in the church. You'll find a lot of clips of people um, when they really not, they probably shouldn't have said what they said over the platform at that time. It would have been better in a Bible study. It would have been better in a small setting like this, where it wouldn't have been as broadcast to the world. Because what they were, maybe what they were saying was true. What they were saying was was harsh, and it sounded very bad when flipped out of context. So, what I would encourage, if if you're a young adult and you want to hear your pastor say, "I want to, I want to put our Facebook or I want to put our church on TikTok or something like that." Here, here's here's some ideas what you do. You do this on Instagram Reels. Like, I don't know, I don't really use Snapchat, but I've heard Snapchat has this too, like the Reels idea. But you could make small clips of, let's say, just just your service, and just like your like good parts of the service. So worship is a is a great time to have a small twenty second clip of someone worshiping. I mean, maybe have someone make fun of you and dancing, but I think that's possible if you have upbeat music and worshiping. Or of a positive, positive message uh, that you would preach at like an Easter Sunday or at Christmas. You know, uh, youth events are a great time to have something like that. So if, if we we were youth leaders, we did all kinds of stuff. We had uh, game days where we would have tons of kids playing uh, uh, Mario Party or or Madden, and then we'd have things where we did outside. We had water guns and we had pizza nights. Stuff like that would be a great time to have. A kid doing a 20 second video of like how fun it is. Because think about that on the youth side, you've got these kids scrolling through TikTok and they see that and thinking, man, I really, uh, I wish I was with my youth right now. Um, we we had Indiana camp this week and they they got a new, uh, well, after I step aside, we got a better professional director, I guess. He's done a great job. And all we could see when he's on Facebook this week, man, I wish we would have had we really miss it because um, they have clips of their services, and again, it was the positive. It was the positive stuff. They have pictures of the preaching. They have pictures of, of the youth slaying the spirit. They have pictures of the the water day with their knees and head dogs. Man, they look like they had all kinds of fun. I I, I was one the pictures. And just going, man, I wish I was like nine years old. It would have been so much fun, you know. Stuff like that is the kind of stuff you want to share um, on social media to be to get that. Uh, that fear of missing out that the kids have. And we have to treat these social media platforms like walking to a Walmart. Uh, you're going to run into people that are against what you might stand for. Uh, but like Pastor Lovelace said last night, uh, they're still souls. None of those tattoos. They're still souls. You want to make sure that you're not just preaching at them, but you're encouraging them. Um, some experts predict that TikTok is going to be the next most popular social media platform. Kids don't want to be on Facebook. And I don't really want to be on Facebook anymore either. 
And I'm sure a bunch of the adults in here, they don't really want to be on Facebook anymore either. It just sucks us in. Um, we need to be anticipating where the next candlestick might be. The verse we read said, No man, when he has lighted the candle, covereth it with a vessel, or putteth it under a bed, that he sits it on a candlestick, that they which enter may see the light. If there's no one going to um, Facebook anymore, where are you, where are you going to share that, that light? You know, we've got to start thinking ahead of time and stuff, and, and where the next place is going to be. Um, if that candlestick is TikTok, which you probably plan to at least, like I said, download the app, create an account, and, and, and lock up your username, then in the future you can start, you can get a youth, a girl, a youth boy, and have them start posting on that. And that would be powerful. That would be incredibly powerful. Um, I, I talked a little bit Barnett a little bit about this earlier, but um, social media ads. Does anybody here do social media ads? Like Facebook boosting? We did it a couple times and um, it was very good. It was actually very positive. I, I personally, especially for Easter, I paid for something myself um, for, the, for the church because I, I Googled it last night and as of April of 2022, so just a couple months ago, Facebook had 2.936 billion active users. And what that means is uh, Harley's grandma has like four fake Facebook accounts because she keeps forgetting her password. So every time she goes past it, she's making an account. These are active accounts. These aren't the 12 fake accounts that your aunt Sally has. This is, they are on every day. 2.936 billion people. That's crazy to me. If, if, if our churches don't at least have a Facebook page, then man, we're, we're, we're missing out. There, there is a huge crew of people that we could be, um, that we could be advertising to. People don't just people don't just pick up a, a yellow pages anymore. Do you guys know what a yellow pages is? You do? Okay. I'm not that old, but I, I don't have I I've never got a yellow pages in, in, in my mail. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I remember when we had to look where businesses were because we didn't have the internet. But but like now you Google stuff. If you want to know where the Wendy's is, last night we went to Wendy's. I my phone was done. I thought we were lost. I mean, what, what were we doing? We didn't have a map. We, we didn't know where this is a new city we've never been to. But thank God we had Google and we had 2% of our phone and got us at least to the hotel. But you you got to have some kind of social media or online advertising. Some, something like that. Um, and when I talk about that, let's talk about email too. Um, I've, I've spoken to, we've, we've worked on, on as a Vicious America team. Couple times we've had some of you guys have signed up for it and had our mailers that we sent out. We kind of stopped doing that um, because the average email open rate is 15%. And that means 85% of the people that you are sending those emails to are just ignoring it. And uh, there's a, actually speaking of TikTok, there's a guy on TikTok who does uh, media marketing in the church. And that's his entire TikTok, TikTok page. And I follow him. He's got some really good tips, and he said uh, that email is like Hawkeye in the Avengers. You guys know the Avengers. Um, I don't really, I'm a big nerd, like superheroes, but um, Hawkeye is not really. Kids aren't dressing up like Hawkeye. Kids aren't going buying bows and arrows as toys. You know, and Hawkeye's not really making a big difference on whether or not that was one. You know, but it's good to have a part of the team. Email is not making a big difference, probably. If it's only affecting 15% of people you're sending it to, 
it's good to have an audience. It's not going to probably turn the tide on whether or not someone is having any actual relationship with somebody and and getting them to the church is, is going to do ninety five percent of the work. But that email is still good to have. But I would say not too heavily. That's why we we still use it, but it's not on the top level thing. I focus more on the social media aspect. Um, now, a, a website is something that I probably, when I told people that I build websites, now that's all people that I'm talking about, is can you build a website? Um, because there are probably dozens of systems to help you build a website for free, um, but it's still difficult. It's something difficult that a pastor or a media uh, director has to have on their uh, mind 24 seven, is updating when we're having events, and making sure that we look as, as pretty as we can when someone Googles our name. Um, there are, let me tell you one that I, that I found out recently that's actually really good. I don't know if, if the church in here use uh, Square to use your um, like card swipe, like uh, payments or whatever, but if you have a Square account, which we do for our, uh, our side business, you can go on there and for, for free, first off, you can and I did this for, for our church at the time, um, you could create a free website with Square and take online payments. And it's, it doesn't cost anything if you have a Square account. And actually, the Square account is free. You pay uh, you pay interest based on the card, like the payments that you take. But you can go on a Square, create an account, put your email in, and they'll send you a little card swipe for free. And then you can start taking money and depositing your bank account tomorrow. Um, and then with that same free account, you can create a free website that has an app. It would be whatever church docs, uh, card swipe, not card swipe, please, square.com. Um, and then, but it's free, you get the payments. And the website designer is really simple, really, really, it makes it look really nice. Um, that is a great solution if you want something more than just like, uh, an app website, or, or at least something that's, that, that looks more professional. Um, what I started doing for AAC pastors is I give them like a special deal. Um, if you're not an AAC pastor, you still want a website, you can talk to me, we can work something out. But I, I, I've, I've been trying to help our AAC pastors, I don't think there's any other handful that recognizes this, um, to make sure that we've all got something. Because I think that that's it's so important, at least to have a basic where you go on and see your information. Um, like I said, it's it's going to be it's 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 where we are now. It's where we're going to. Um, I'm going to read a couple of verses to wrap this up real quick, and then I'm going to take questions. Ten thirty, so so good. Um, Galatians six and four. I got it in the King James version and the New Living Translation. The first King James version says, "But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not another." New Living Translation makes it make more sense, and it says, "Pay careful attention." To your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Um, like I said, uh, we may try to compare ourselves to a church like Bishop Carpenter of Maryville um, or, or Brother Ball of Carmel, but we're, we're not going to be the same. The people I see on the streets of our little uh, country town in Moreland, Indiana, are different than the, the people I see on the streets of Indianapolis, Indiana. And, our budgets are different, our people are different. So I just want to leave you guys with my thought is to stop, don't, don't compare yourself to people. Um, 
It may not be the same place. I did that for a long time as a, as a social media director too. I looked at myself as, um, well, I'm not, I'm not a really West Cone, I'm not a Dylan McBroom, and I'm not a Jordan Fry. Uh, I used to joke with my youth kid and say I was the, the Dollar Journal version of Jordan Fry or something like that. But um, we shouldn't be that way. We're, we're our own people, we're our own church, and, and we're, we're all striving to further the kingdom of God, right? Does anybody have any questions for me? I have a question for you. Sure, sir. Uh, what kind of app do you use to create your like presentations and flyers and things like that? Well, that's a good question. When I do it, I use Photoshop. Um, but when I do it, I use Canva. Canva is the best. You use Canva a lot. Canva, if you're not a if you're not a graphic designer, and honestly, I've made some stuff at Mission America too with Canva. If I'm like if I'm on a holiday like the Fourth of July. I do not have time because I'm just over the thing. I don't have time to have a laptop down and make it inside. So our most recent Fourth of July thing we made for Mission America, I made a camp, and that is everybody. Most of it's free, but you have to pay. The pro version worth it too. Yeah, the pro version really is worth it. Yeah, it's. I use I use it for my business now. People are like, that's awesome. Like, I legitimately type words. Yeah, you can type it in there. So if you have a style, so. With, with Harley's business, she does a lot of like 70s style. Um, so if she just types in 70s, then up comes all kinds of things. Uh, when we were overdue, we kind of did a thing uh, a couple years back where we were kind of like the 80s, 90s style. Um, we think Stranger Things really popular and just kind of pushing that people. So a lot of people started doing like the VCR, VHS style. So we did a whole new service, and all we did was um, that 80s style, the 90s style. And it was, it, we did a whole new room that had old postcards that look like 80s and 90s. And a lot of that, you just type in whatever you want your style to be. And you'll get these pre-made templates and you just type in the words you want. So if you want to make an ad to your bus ministry, you just type in, well, if you type in bus ministry, you probably get something real dweeby and, and nerdy or look good. But if you type in like a style, like, you know, like type in church logo. Yeah, you'll get nice looking graphics. And then all you have to do is type in your, your church name, your, your information, and then download your phone and upload your I would say what's helped along with that is um, TikTok. I feel like it's definitely the older generation is very anti TikTok. Yeah. Um, there was like if you're if you create an account, you get on TikTok, you're going to see a lot of like dancing and stuff. But if you start liking the videos you come across, like what you were saying, someone like tutorial videos. Um, I have come across like a Canva, like a person who literally just talks about Canva. And I already was familiar with Canva, and I was like, oh, I didn't know I could do that, though. And so using, like, if you just go on TikTok and click up, like, tutorials for church media, people are out there, they're sharing their information for free. Um, And that's helped me a lot with, like, designing stuff, too. Yeah, like like what she said, if you first create a TikTok account, you're going to see some... Weird dances and some. But you can go like the search bar and like search like church names and yeah. stuff, and you can follow them, and then it'll start showing. As you like people's things, it, it'll start just like Facebook, just like Instagram. Yeah. They're gonna start. It's gonna cater to what you're like. Yeah, it's a smart system. So once they figure out you don't care, and you're skipping through those videos. You know, I don't, I don't, I rarely see anything yeah. as well on my TikTok. But okay, I'm old, so I don't know all this stuff. Sure, you guys know. But what is one of the free sites that you like to use as far as creating a website? 
And on that website, are you able to upload videos of services or uh, get together? Uh, do you mean live stream services or recording? No, just recording. Most systems let you upload. Well, I mean, because you can upload everything free to YouTube. Okay. That's what, that's probably how I do that. Um, but so for, there are, there's Wix that I know of that's free. A lot of people use Wix. Um, is there any more you can think of? Okay. I know a lot of people use Wix. We use Weebly. Weebly, that's the other one. Weebly, yep. Weebly, And they work with Square too. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, Square does too. If you if you have a Square a Square membership, which is which is free, you can get a free website for businesses. Yeah, and it's Square for Yeah, it's a different. So it's it's weird. I don't really like the idea of merging churches with businesses, but really, it's a it's a lot the same. What we've managed per business. I take a lot of things we've done with our churches to that. I mean, a lot of people I know that are heavy in business, they got a lot of their ideas for growing the church with having to go to business products. It's the same kind of struggle. So, is that good? Is that what you want? Yes, it does. It does. A couple options. Does anybody else have questions? I'm sorry if I'm awkward. I'm only somewhat awkward. What? Um, we only stream our services to Facebook. We're in the process of trying to get it to YouTube as well and directing people to go to YouTube to watch it. But where do you recommend live streaming services to? I because right I don't you obviously can't do that to TikTok or Instagram. <coughs> you can to Instagram. But it's let me tell you setting it up is I tried it. Um, now what we did was we had we had a Computer that live streamed. We have professional cameras that were that were manned with the computer system. Um, we used uh, OBS, Open Broadcasting System, to, to live stream. Um, and on there, you can only set up to like one account that you live stream to. So what we did was we got a membership with Restream, which I think a lot of churches have. That um, you can get paid or like expensive pay or low pay. It's all paid. But if you live stream to Restream, there you can. Send it to. It, we would we would just do YouTube and Facebook at the time. I tried to set up with Instagram. Like I said, there's a lot of other background work you gotta do to make it work. But you can do it with Instagram. Um, you can do it. I don't think any churches do it. You can do it with Twitch, um, which is a more of a gaming live streaming system. But it's free and easy if you have restreams. So I thought about setting it up too. Just why not? You know, not to go to as many places. Um, there's also, you could stream it too, if you have a website that allows it. Um, Restream used to have a system where you could plug, if you live stream to Restream, you could put their plugin on your website, and then you could auto, it would automatically show up on your website, and then whatever else you chose to stream it to. So at the time, we streamed to our website, YouTube, and Facebook, just using the one Restream account. Um, so. Uh, Brother Grimmett live streams. Brother Grimmett's one of the AC pastors. I do his website for him. Um, he uses just a cell phone. He has it on tripod. And he only streams on Facebook right now. And then we just embed his into his website. We have his, he's a very small church. So we have his very basic and low budget. So we basically just, I just copy paste the URL every time. But we, we're going to look, I'm looking to a better solution for him where it's more automatic. Because that's a little more manual. Yeah. yeah, we'd like to have it moved to our website as well just to get more traffic there. Because yeah. I feel like your Facebook is very limited on the You can see 
Yeah, where it's a website, really, it's a place to find out really how our church is. Yeah, I, I spoke with an AAC pastor out of Texas, Bill Atlas, who said he was he was what he didn't want to water on his message, but he was afraid if he, which I mean, it's a legitimate question. If I if I preach against homosexuality and it goes on Facebook, am I going to get censored? Um, which is a, a legitimate question. Um, so he his thought was he's just going to totally abandon Facebook and live stream only to his website. I didn't encourage that, but I understood. You know, um, I would I would more encourage free or regular services, um, which you don't expect that you're going to be because you're not going to talk about regular service. That'd be weird. So if you plan on just encouraging your people, put that on Facebook. If you plan on it being more of a um, at our old church, we didn't live stream on Wednesday. Life or Wednesdays was uh, Bible study. And Bible study meant hard topics. So in my church, there was no word that somebody was going to get up there and say something that might turn somebody off from coming to our church. But if you were coming regularly and you're coming to the Wednesday night Bible study, then you were probably ready for the meat of God's word and understand it. You know? So that was a that was a decision that you kind of need to make in counsel with your pastor and wisely, I would say. That's one thing my pastor's always worried about because we just now because of COVID started actually putting a few things on uh, Facebook or whatever a few of our services but we were always afraid to you know because we're going to preach the word yeah the word speaks for itself but we didn't want like you were talking about at the beginning where somebody takes a clip and posts it over here and bashes the church just because of a piece of the message instead of the entire yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if everyone's aware. I'm not, I don't, I am not a preacher, I'm not a pastor, I'm not going to tell you right. what you should do. But there was a, a, a minister that was preaching very hard against beards, and they took that little clip out of it. And man, I, I saw it on TikTok, and I was just like, oh, it made us look so bad. Right. Because in that, he specifically said, apostolic faith. Yeah. Like he had to make sure he said that in that three second book. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If, if you're going to appreciate something that maybe isn't necessarily, you know, I guess not because let's let's if you're going to appreciate something that may be taken rough, it's going to be right. a rough message. I would highly suggest not. Right. You know, be be smart, be careful. You know, like I said, I'm not going to appreciate some sexuality or something. Right. So, but that's 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 the mindset I have. Is it about something?